Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hit and Run podcast, where conversations collide. My name is Robbie Alexander, and I am joined, as always, by... Natalie Dunn. So we are taking a road trip back to season one and revisiting everybody's favorite topic. It's the 30-Day Song Challenge Part (laughs) 3. Well, the good news is we have 45 minutes now, so maybe we'll actually make some significant progress on this list. So if you remember, we <laughs> got through five days the first time we did it, which I thought was pretty good. And then that was you, you was your guess. You were correct. And then the second the second show was not as great. We got through four, got a little sidetracked. Um, so we'll see if we can top. I'm going to say we'll get through six. I'm going to say six. We basically doubled the time of this show. But I still think we're going to get off topic today just from the conversations we had early. I'm going to be generous. I think that we can get through eight. I think you're crazy. There's <laughs> no way we get through eight. You don't even have you even looked at the the topics in the songs coming up. I've never looked at the list. So. See, so that's why that's why you're crazy. I know <laughs> what the first one is and I actually didn't look past that. Um, so just a quick recap. Uh, we'll go through the first nine days, and then we'll we'll land obviously on day ten, and that's we'll that's See, where you're just we'll... trying to you're just trying to kill time so we don't get to eight. I'm not trying to kill time. I'm just <laughs> trying to update ourselves as well as the listeners on what we've already covered. Okay. So here we go. Day number one, we did a song that has a color in the title, and I don't remember any of those, which was probably going to be most of these. Day number two, a song you like with the number in the title. Day number three was a song that reminds you of summertime, which we are well past summer now. Oh my goodness, I was in Minneapolis last week and I got to experience the largest early season snowstorm in Minnesota history. And I wasn't happy about it. So uh, I'm a little jealous. So maybe I should go back to day number three and and, and listen to these summertime songs to, to warm up the soul. Uh, day number four was a song that reminds you of someone you'd rather forget. Day number five, a song that needs to be played loud. Day number six was a song that makes you want to dance, which is, you know, everything. But we tried to narrow it down. Uh, that took us to day number seven, a song to drive to. Day number eight, a song with drugs or alcohol in the title that was a fun one and we ended on day number nine which was a song that makes you happy a song that makes you happy where do you go from there well i'll tell you day number 10 today is a song that makes you sad first impressions natalie go um well i unfortunately um have the pleasure of being a fan of musicals so There are many, many, many examples of songs that make you sad because all musicals are sad. Not really, but all the ones I like are very sad. Are you a fan of Cats? Not the animal, but the musical. I don't think I said animal right right there. I think I said edible. Yeah, I'm not sure what you said. Um, I'm also not sure how to answer that question. Um, Have you seen the Cats movie? I don't think that I am emotionally prepared to experience that. Um, because I think that I would just possibly like my brain would just stop living. I thought I heard it was a cluster and not a good cluster. So when they announced they were making that movie, the rest of the world learned that Cats is fucking weird. Um, I don't think anyone outside of the Broadway community had really, really understood yet what musicals are. And that's just some of them are really fucking weird. Um, and Cats is a great example I believe you're the one that showed me an article and the premise of, or the premise of the article was essentially this barely worked on Broadway 
Yes. It, there's no way it was going to work in the movies, which leads me to my next question. How much did they pay these people to be in this? Because they got some pretty high profile people in this movie. It was movie. a little disappointing. Some of the respectable actors who who found themselves in this movie, like James Idris Corden Elba and James Corden. Him, I wasn't entirely surprised. Um, but like, you know, which one made perfect sense, though? Hmm. Jason Derulo. Also, um, oh, what's her name? I can't remember her name. Um she plays Amy in Pitch Perfect. Totally blanking on her name. Um, the Amy, that's the blonde, right? Rebel Wilson? Yes, Rebel Wilson. Oh, I had no idea she was in the movie. Yep, unfortunately. It is something. I I am not a fan. Maybe that's a maybe that's a live stream we do. We both sit down. <laughs> We watch cats and we just we just discuss. That's been a big thing this year is live watch parties. True. I don't think I could watch that movie without a lot of alcohol. I mean, we didn't say that was off the table. <laughs> we just get giant bowls of jungle juice and we we see what happens. Hillary's <laughs> giving me a look over there, but she doesn't know that she'll be involved with this as well. She doesn't even know what I'm talking about, but she'll have a good time. She'll know. She'll see. So can we just chalk it up to every song in Cats makes you sad for how big of a, a disaster that movie's been? Yeah, that's fair. So what musicals were you actually thinking of when you were saying that these are the songs that make you sad? Um, off the top of my head, uh, well, my current favorite musical is called Hadestown. It's amazing, but also terribly sad, um, very tragic, and it's... Uh, well, the the very like the first song literally says this is a sad song. It's a tragedy, and then you listen to it, and then it's like, oh, yeah, that's that's a tragedy. Pretty much most songs from that show. Um, is that a new musical? I've never heard of it. It's a little newer. I mean, it it came out a couple years ago now, but it is it's really big. I mean, it's it got really big, but of course, you know, nothing has yet overshadowed Hamilton. So. It's not it's not as transcendent as Hamilton was. You know, Hamilton was like right. everyone knew about it. Everyone had heard it or seen it or whatever. But this was more just like the next big thing in the theater world. They're like, hey, we're over here too. give us some love. <laughs> but it's a fantastic show. I mean, if you like musicals, oh, my God, it's my favorite show that I've ever listened to. And um, that's a lot of shows. So. I really want to see it live. I was actually planning on going to see it live with my sister um, like this coming year as like a, a bachelorette party kind of thing before the wedding. Um, but obviously that's not going to happen. So yeah, <laughs> it's a little sad, but hopefully someday we will be able to go see live shows again. Now, keep in mind that uh, we do have a 30 day song challenge playlist on spotify and i have no idea what these songs are you're talking about so i think that will be your task is to put <laughs> those songs on the playlist all right sounds good so my first instinct when i thought of sad songs is uh i thought of my brother that's right i thought of cody <laughs> and a very specific incident with cody it was senior year of college I believe it was the beginning of the second semester, so you weren't even there. It was a very cold weekend, and we both got super sick, like bad head cold. He got it before I did, and the way our rooms were set up, we both had like our own bedroom. It was in the new renovated dorm <laughs> cargo, so each person got a bedroom, and then they shared a bathroom, so like we would just walk through the bathroom to get to each other's room. And I went in to check on him and he had all the lights off and he had a blanket <laughs> over his head and he was playing Adagio for Strings number 11. 
And I, I just, I remember that much like now, I was lost for words because I thought Cody <laughs> was crossing into the shadow realm. <laughs> and I was deeply disturbed. And also in that moment is when I truly realized that my twin brother was actually an 85-year-old man. Because he listened to string music all the time, but... That and was he, when you realized? Well, so I realized in high school he was <laughs> 60, but he majorly aged once he <laughs> he found his love for accounting. Um, yeah, he. so I texted him before the show, actually, to make sure I had the right song. And he not only sent me that one, he sent me uh, Angus D, which is the choral version. So not only do you have a strings version, you have a, a choral version. Also, he knew exactly what I was talking about because all I said was, what's the song you blasted senior year when you were sick? And he's like, the sad song? It's like, <laughs> he knows his 30-day song challenge. I don't think I really have any other songs besides those two. When I went to Disney World, I couldn't watch old Disney films for like two years because the nostalgia just made me sad. Um, <laughs> namely, Aladdin and Hercules. Really? I can go the distance is both inspirational and heart wrenching because you just you just <laughs> want him you want him to get back to heaven and you have faith in Hercules but he's got such a long road to go and then anything by and I'm gonna get his name wrong so I'm just gonna say the composer of the Alamo film while I look up his actual name um, starts with a C give me a second yeah I'm not sure what you're talking about well I know exactly what I'm talking about I'm actually gonna go to uh, Cody's strings and things playlist to find this. <laughs> His name is Carter Burrell. See, it started with a C. And uh, he did the score for the newest Alamo movie that features uh, Billy Bob Thornton as Davy Crockett. And some of the songs in there are just heart-wrenching. So I'll throw a couple of those on the playlist. That's all I got. Those are, the, those are really the songs that make me sad. Do you have any others? Well, we already talked about in a previous episode of the 30-Day Song Challenge, we talked about Whiskey Lullaby, which like to me is just oh, like yeah. that was actually the first thing that popped into my head when you said sad songs. But I think I was thinking about it because we'd already talked about it on in this series. Um, but that song is just like so unbelievably sad. I think that was the first song in my memory that was sad. Man, putting sentences together right now is kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like when I think back on childhood, we always used to watch CMT music videos. And I talked about this probably the last time we brought this song up. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's one that sticks out of my head of like, wow, this is incredibly heartbreaking. And I don't like it. But I do like it because <laughs> one, Brad Paisley is a is a, an angel. And uh, so is Allison. Uh, is it Allison Krauss? Um, that's, that's somebody else entirely. I don't remember who he did that one with. Yeah, I don't have time to look look that one up. <laughs> it's on the oh, playlist. Keep moving. It's already on songs. the playlist. Yeah, this is a song one and we're already like a fourth of the way, a fourth of the way into the show. Uh, so day number 10, a song that makes you sad. I don't really know if we came up with a lot of definitive ones, but spicy conversation. That's what we're going for. Day number 11, a song that you never get tired of. Right off the bat, Disaster Party by Magic Giant. I've already listed a few of their songs. If you've never <laughs> listened to Magic Giant before, I'm like an unofficial spokesperson for that band because they're amazing. Disaster Party, one of their newest ones. Still listen to it almost every day. Dangerously by Charlie Puth. I did that one for a song that reminds you of someone you'd rather forget. But I still love the song. That also can be thrown into a song. Well, the song's supposed to make you sad. I don't I don't think it's sad. I think the music video is fantastic. Uh, I think Charlie Puth is fantastic. And Dangerously, I'm, you know, it's already on the list, but I'm gonna throw it out there because I never get sick of that <laughs> song. There's a couple more, but I don't wanna I don't wanna take the thunder away. First impression for you, a song that you never get tired of. Go ahead. Um 
first thing that comes into my head, I know I've said this already and see everything I'm thinking of for this one are songs that we've already brought up because clearly we don't get tired of them because we've already used them. Um, First thing that pops into my head is like literally Uptown Funk. I will never get tired of it no matter how overplayed it is. Really? It's just so fun. I got tired of that song within like 20 days. Mm, No, I never get tired of that one. Um, But also, I know you'll agree with me on this one. Talk too much. I actually listened to that yesterday. It came up on my playlist and I was like, you know what? Yeah, can't get can't get tired of that song. Can't get tired of it. And good thing because it gets stuck in your head for days. Is that or, a, yeah, you that's know, on your wedding years. playlist, right? Absolutely. Perfect. Um, other than that, I mean, I never get tired of Garth Brooks. I mean, I could listen to his music for, you know, days on end and just never get tired of it. But I've got friends in love. <laughs> that's Garth, right? Yes. I, that's one artist I've never really gotten into, even through both of my country music phases. I never really got into the Garth Brooks. Highly recommend. My cousin Ashley is obsessed with him um, because I don't know why, but when she posts stuff about Garth Brooks, it always like stands out to me of like, I didn't peg you as a Garth Brooks fan, but okay, good on you. <laughs> Now I'm like at a blank for songs I never get tired of. Uh, Greta Van Fleet, who's like the new Led Zeppelin, I never get tired of their song uh, Black Smoke Rising. If you haven't heard that one, check it out on the playlist because one, if you don't know it's not Led Zeppelin, then you just like I have to consciously remind myself that this is an entirely different band because they sound so close to Led Zeppelin. At the same time, like they're super talented. They do have a unique sound once you get like used to them. And but yeah, it's just it's a good time. <laughs> um, to go in a completely different direction, though, I also never get tired of. I just totally blanked on the song. <laughs> You must have got tired of it within the middle of that sentence. <laughs> September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, yeah. Classic. Any of their songs. Literally never get tired of it. I'm trying to remember the other song I never get tired of by them. God, I feel like we're Can't both think just of like on, on half, half capacity today. I mean, we're recording, what, three, four in the afternoon because I have the day off and you are working from home. So maybe yeah. that's it. Maybe we... We're out of our normal time. I think actually we've recorded like mid-afternoon one other time and we also were like, I'm not feeling it. Yeah, I mean, I guess mid-afternoon is when, you know, you're not that awake, kind of the slump of the day. And then evening, I kind of get like my second wind, so. That's true. Yeah, because I get home from work and it's like straight to podcasting. I also usually eat right before. And right before we started this, I was filming my cat sleeping. (laughs) And I'm pretty (laughs) sure before that, I took a small nap until a plate came crashing down. That's been the day so far. So uh, there's a couple songs for a song that you never get tired of. Boy, this is going to be a, a joy to go back and find these. <laughs> I'm sure we'll add some later in the podcast. Uh, we'll just we'll jump to day number 12. Uh, right. A song from your preteen years. Ooh. Oh, boy. From our preteen years. Whiskey Lullaby Wait. by <laughs> Brad Paisley. True, true. Wait, so preteen is like before 13? That's what I'm going to count it as. What grade were we in when we were 13? Well, 13 was seventh grade. So I would say stick to sixth grade and below. Oh, God. Um, Earth, Wind, and Fire. We've already listed so many of these songs. I think um, preteen was when I exclusively believed that I only liked the music that my parents liked. So I only listened to country music. But I thought that I was like too good for new country music. So I listened to like Hank Williams and 
Toby Keith and, you know, like 90s country and oh, before. Oh, yeah. Um, I got really into Johnny Cash. Um, That's a good one. And then I also thought that I really liked, um, I mean, I, I do like it, but, you know, I thought that it was like my favorite music was like Metallica and like your super basic, like classic rock because that was what my parents liked. So, you know, that was clearly what I liked. See, we're kind of flipped in that regard where I didn't get into any type of rock music until seventh grade, specifically when I met Joe, because once (laughs) we started hanging out with him, our music taste exploded. Well, you see, when I was a kid, I thought that I was better than everyone else. And I did not listen to new pop music because I was too good for that. I was only listening to the good music that my parents listened to. Well, some things never change. <laughs> so name so like name some specifics. So essentially name your mom's favorite song. Um, my mom, my mom's hilarious. She loves Metallica and like Avenge Sevenfold, and then she loves Kenny Chesney and oh, Tim McGraw. I can only do like one Kenny Chesney song. And it nope, was, my mom loves uh, Kenny Chesney. She thinks my tractor's sexy. That's Kenny Chesney? Yeah, that was like one of his one country songs that he oh, actually no. made. The rest were like, you know, basically like fake Jimmy Buffett. The, my, oh, I liked Jimmy Buffett too. My Kenny Chesney distinct memory, because my dad hates Kenny Chesney. And <laughs> the song that we always go back to, ironically, is I Go Back, because mm. that's basically what he says the whole song. Yeah. And it drives my dad bananas. <laughs> so that was not a song for my... Well... Oh, no, it doesn't say a song that I like from my preteen years. It just says a song from my preteen years. So I guess that counts. Kenny Chesney on the list. <laughs> um, I was a big Keith Urban fan as a preteen. So uh, days go by. Mm. Keith Urban was too new for me. Even Keith was too new for you. <laughs> you couldn't get behind the uh, the Aussie train? Um, my grandpa was super into like, I mean, you know, he's my grandpa. So he, you know, loves Willie Nelson and like. Hank Williams Sr. and Johnny Cash and like all of, you know, the old, old country artists and like right. Waylon. And so that was what I liked. See, I was um, I was the newer country when I listened. So it was like you said, the Toby Keith, Keith Urban. Cody was a big Brad Paisley fan. I also liked quite a few of I his did songs. like Brad Paisley. I For some reason, I didn't like Keith Urban that much when I was younger, but I like him now. Um, and I like Brad Paisley. Um, Tim McGraw is another one. Yes. Tim McGraw I didn't get into until my second country phase, which started when uh, I started working at Q95. (laughs) And then I was like, I don't like country music. And then that winter break, I was shoveling snow and I turned it on to a country Pandora station. I was like, what is happening to me? Why do I like this again? And I still listen to it now. That one hasn't left. Not nearly as much. It's like a summertime thing, especially if I'm working out back, getting my Mm. hands dirty. Randy or, Travis. Or in midwinter when I need summer vibes, I'll turn on uh, country music. Randy Travis I never got into. Love Randy Travis. Except for like half of his albums are like him singing like hymns, which I'm not really into. But yeah. um, the rest of it's good. So I want to throw out one specific Brad Paisley song, uh, Celebrity. If we're going to talk about Brad Paisley, the song I'll throw out. That Every was time peak a celebrity. Brad Paisley. Because not only is it a great song, it's a great music video that features Jason Alexander, who was George I was Costanza. Say, yeah. And I love that video because he freaks out over coffee and it's such a George <laughs> move. Yeah. Also, one more song. One more song and then we'll move on because we do gotta try to uh try to get to your eight, but not really. We gotta try to get to my six. 
no wagers were actually placed, but I'm a very competitive person, so <laughs> you can you can bet that when we get to song number six, I'm gonna stall. But I think the song that sums up our generation's preteen years is Noma Noma Yay. I don't know if that's actually the name of the song, but uh, what the fuck is that? Oh, oh, you know it. You know it. I, I do not. I have no idea you what know, you're talking it's, about. It's so worth it that you name a couple more songs. I'll get this pulled up. <laughs> we'll get flagged. It's okay because it's worth it. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, the So if you go... Sorry, like, Numa Numa Yay. It's... um Oh, is it not on Spotify? That's not the original one. I'm, I'm going to have to go into YouTube for this. We might get flagged for ads on both platforms. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> continue with your uh, with your stall tactics. <laughs> it's okay. It was a poor start to my stalling. Um, if you skip ahead a couple years to like the end of middle school, I uh, I started to diversify my listening a little bit, but only just a little bit, and it was mostly because of what my friends listened to. I still thought I was too good for like pop music. But my friends, which happened to be my Girl Scout troop, which talked about them in the last episode, um, were super into like what's currently popular, but at the time was really weird, like hipster music, um, like Mumford and Sons and, you know, like indie rock, like that sort of genre that is now very popular and very mainstream. But at the time it was like super weird that they were listening to it. And uh, so I started to listen to that end of middle school-ish. Uh, so can you name a specific song? The band that keeps popping into my head is Never Say Never. Um, but I that don't remember. So familiar. I don't remember what the song is that they really liked by them. Well, if you think of it post-show, we'll throw it in the playlist. I'm going to play for okay. you uh, Numa Numa. It's also a very popular YouTube video of a guy dancing to it, the Numa Numa guy. But uh, here we go. Uh. You can't tell me you don't know this song. I literally do not. Are you kidding me? Did you even go to fifth grade? This was. I'm pretty sure when I was in fifth in grade, like everyone was watching that weird fucking like crazy frog video. Crazy frog video. The song Crazy Frog was like a no. weird animated thing. You mean, and then like um, the fucking like hamster dance. I don't remember. I remember hamster dance. I don't know what you're talking about the frog video. You've never heard Numa Numa? I don't think I have. That does not sound familiar. This is going to be a poll. I can't believe you've <laughs> never heard this song. This was everywhere from like fourth to sixth grade at Lake Fenton. You've never seen Numa Numa guy? No, I don't think so. Natalie, come on. You're supposed to be the smart one, and you've never seen Numa Numa? <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a test of my intelligence. It's culture. It is. <laughs> Listen, if I can get ragged for never seeing Star Wars, you can get ragged for never seeing Numa Numa, and I'll take that to I the I think bank. those are drastically different things. I think it's just as big. <laughs> I don't fight people. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Numa Numa, that's, that's and uh, we'll do Frog Song, too. Do you actually know the name of it, or are we going to have to look I'm pretty sure up? it's called, like, Crazy Frog. I don't know. It was, like, it was instrumental. Like, it wasn't, it didn't even have words. I feel like I might know what you're talking about. I think you'll recognize it when I when I find it and send Crazy it to you. Crazy Frog. Was it like banjo-y? Mm, no, it was like very, very techy. I don't know. I have no idea what I'm you're talking in, about then. I'm not in the mental state to to accurately describe it right now. <laughs> What's the uh, Cotton Eye jo jo Joy? Cotton Eye Joe is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's very different. You know what? Throw that in there. That was a preteen song. 
Um, man, what else? Okay, I'll, this, one of my earliest uh, memories was Britney Spears. So uh, hit me, baby, one more time. That's going <laughs> on the playlist. We ha- we need to throw a little Britney in there. Leave Britney alone. Are we good with this topic? Are we good with uh, yeah, I'm good. day number 12? Okay, that was a song from your preteen years. Man, this show, like this show goes off the rails every episode. I think this I think is, I can say with confidence that we are struggling today. It's still good content, I think. <laughs> I don't know. You be the judge. Uh, day 13. <laughs> day 13. Um, a song you like from the 70s. Well, I don't know. Say, if I, I can't can definitively say, um, say which songs are from the 70s. I can't say I know the years of the, all the songs off the top of my head. So we'll just, we'll boil it down to this because we make the rules because we're not even <laughs> doing this right to begin with. Are you a disco fan? I don't think I, I don't think fan is the word. No. I don't dislike it, but I'm not like into it. So if I told you that about a month ago when Cody visited, we went to Vintage Vinyl on Delmar, which is a record shop, Mm -hmm. and they have a deal where if you buy a record for $5 or less, you get another record for $5 or less for free. So that's usually my tactic. One of the reasons I bought the record player was to find like just random old artist that I wouldn't normally look for. So that's mm-hmm. just diving in through the the $5 bins. And when I tell you I had found the deal of the century, nay, the deal of the millennial. No, millennium. Millennium Falcon. There we go. <laughs> Happy birthday, everybody. Tell me if this is a, tell me, tell me how good of a steal this is. I got The Village People live and sleazy for $4.33. I mean, Tell me that's not a steal of the century. That is a steal. What does that have to do with disco? Be- because The Village People are disco. Hmm. No? Do you not agree? I guess I haven't heard enough of The Village People to really say for sure. But what I have heard... Oh, no. Why, I'm completely why, thinking yeah. of, I am completely thinking of the wrong band. Yeah. I don't know why. When you said The Village People... I was picturing the band that sings um, that sings the safety dance, and I was like, "That is oh, no. not. No, no, that no, is no. not. That's Men at Work, though." Yeah. No. Wait. Is it Men at? No, that's not Men at Work. Men at Work is a Land Down Under. Ah, uh, yes. They're all blending together. Yeah. Um. That just much like the '70s, hard yes. drugs, folks. <laughs> <laughs> not that we were around in the '70s to really say for sure, but no. But uh, my dad has quite a few stories. <laughs> he was a uh, Graduated 76, baby. No, Village People is um, YMCA. And this one's actually going to go on the playlist definitively is uh, Macho Man. But on Live and Sleazy, that's what they called this concert. It's uh, (laughs) Macho Man Live, obviously. Holy crap. The best disco song I've ever heard is this live version of Macho Man. (laughs) And I hope they have it on Spotify. And if not, I will either find it on YouTube or I'll record it on my record player. Okay. I don't know how legal that is, but when they're selling, this record is like a $35 value and I got it for (laughs) $4.33. I mean, that's a good deal. That's really the only song I can name from the 70s. I'm sure there's some Led Zeppelin songs from the 70s. So I'll say Stairway to Heaven. I'll throw throw out their biggest song. Why not? That's probably from the 70s. Um, Celebrate by Cool and the Gang. My Mm -hmm. mom always says this and I always agree with her. That a marching band should do a disco halftime show. Could you imagine if you had a good brass section and you did a disco halftime show? 
I'm sure it's been done before because, yeah, that would be awesome. I'm I'm trying to convince uh, Ryan Gonder, the director of Lake Fenton Bands, to do a disco show. <laughs> so far, it hasn't been done. Basically, Michigan State has to do it, and then there's a chance that Lake Fenton <laughs> will do it. Oh, it's could not- you imagine if Michigan State did a disco show? I'm going to look that up now. I'm pretty sure OSU's done one. Have they? I'm pretty sure they did. I think they did a Saturday Night Fever show. Because I, I remember right. them making, they made like a stick man who was di- disco dancing. I thought they did a stick man that was moonwalking for a Michael Jackson show. Probably both. Probably. They do that a lot. Um, do you have any songs from the 70s or have we already hit a dead end with this one? I can't say I can name any songs that I know are from the 70s, so I think we should just move on. Boogie. Day number 14, a song you'd love to be played at your wedding. Take hmm. it away, Natalie. <laughs> Would you like me to read directly from my playlist? I mean, if you're willing to disclose that much sensitive information. I mean, the playlist isn't that sensitive. We've had it. We've had it prepared for for a long time. So name your top five. Um, let's see. Top five. I'm not gonna spoil the surprise to the general public of what we're walking in to the reception to because it's it's too good. Um, no offense. I don't know if a lot of people would know what you were talking about anyways. No, probably not, which is why it's going to be great because no one it's, will know. It's a pretty epic song. I will say that. It's great. Um, Once I found out what it was. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. So, oh, here's one you'll like. So you remember Drake and Josh, right? Of course. So Drake Bell is actually a very talented artist. Yeah. Have you listened to his music? Not recently, but I have in the past. I think earlier this summer I was for a little bit. So Drake Bell does a cover of Crazy Little Thing Called Love. Does so he great. really? It's amazing. It's well, so fun. I am a Queen fan, so I'll have to check that out. Um, so that's on there for sure. Oh, Queen was in the 70s. I'll throw some True. Queen songs in. <laughs> Continue. Um, obviously, Talk Too Much is on our wedding playlist. Yes. Um, quite a few Walk the Moon songs. Quite a few, well, not quite a few, but a couple Here Come the Mummy songs, as we discussed on a previous episode. Can't play those till the old people start leaving. Um, I say you play one before the old people start leaving. <laughs> because I seem to recall that when you went to a Here Comes the Mummies concert, you said that everybody there was old except you and that Sam. That is true. So the, maybe we were that's the what the youngest they're waiting people for. at that concert by a lot. It was weird. It was so weird. Um, cause you know, they're, they're not even an old band. They're, they're like maybe 10 years old at this point. Mm. So it's not like they've been around for forever and they have fans that have followed them for decades. They haven't been around for that long and their music, I mean, their music is funky. So, you know, it yeah. appeals to people who like, you know, like disco funk, like that sort of genre. Um, but I wouldn't expect that a bunch of like 60 and 70 and possibly 80 year old um, people would enjoy the extremely raunchy content and extremely I mean it was a it was a pretty listen Nat just because you're old doesn't mean you're not horny that's I mean that's fair they hide it well I just didn't expect to be like one of literally like three couples under the age of 50 there just be I mean you know you can't gyrate because you'll you'll pop a hip <laughs> But just just because you can't do that doesn't mean you can't appreciate some good old love and lyrics. That is fair. Um, but otherwise, for a wedding playlist. Um, so the one thing that we've struggled to pick out is songs to play 
while we're walking back down the aisle after the ceremony and then like doing the like, you know, greeting everyone afterward. Mm. So we've been struggling to like pick out songs for that lineup because it's got to be a good amount of time because it's the whole wedding party has to walk back down the aisle and then we have to receive everyone individually. So it's probably going to be like 15, 20 minutes of music. So we have to have like a lot of songs there. So we've been trying to pick out songs for that. Should I bring Live and Sleazy? What? I said, should I bring Live and Sleazy for that? (laughs) Maybe. Um, But we did pick out a couple that are going to be in that mix somewhere. So one of them is, it's called Fred Astaire. And it's by Jukebox the Giant. I don't know if you've heard that. Uh, It's on my uh, current flavors playlist. Of course I've heard that. That's a good song. Mm-hmm. And it's the perfect vibe for that, too, like shaking mm-hmm. hands and hugging people. That was going to be um, my next question was, what kind of vibe are you going for? Yeah. So it's just like a happy, like, we just got married. Thanks for coming. That kind of vibe. So like generally romantic, upbeat. Um, the other one that we have picked out for that right now is um, it's called Violet. And I don't remember who it's by. I'm trying to find it. Um Are you open to suggestions? Yes. I know. I talk about this song all the time. But the two songs you've just listed, I think Window by Magic Giant would fit in very well with that. Okay. Or Set on Fire. Really just look at Magic Giant. (laughs) (laughs) For the second time in the show, I'll keep throwing. I'll keep plugging. I'll keep plugging till the cows come (laughs) home with that band. But no, I really do think Window or Set on Fire are two good songs. Or, um, no, I take that back. Window or Glass Heart. I really okay. think Glass Heart is the one you're looking for now that my brain wheels are spinning. <laughs> All right, I'll look that one up. Any more uh, wedding songs you'd like to disclose? That's pretty much the gist of it. All right, well, let's see. I mean, I've already listed a lot of songs that I'd like to have played at my wedding. Not that I have one coming up. But when the day comes, <laughs> um, Hillary's asleep on the couch right now or outside. I'd ask her what she had in mind. I will say Window is on that list. Mm-hmm. I think that's really the only one that we've discussed as a possible song. I thought that's coming for a long time, as much <laughs> as I love her. It's a couple of years down the road. Um, yeah, I'll just, I'll just say Window. I've already named that song on another day most likely, but I could probably list that every day. Except for a song that makes me sad. But I digress. <laughs> I think we have time for one more topic, but we're going to kind of have to zoom through it. So we will end officially on day 15. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I did not even plan that. We <laughs> we can here. Sure you didn't. We can end right now, but I just want to say I'd still win for proximity. Um, <laughs> let me read this real quick and make sure that this is a song we can get through or excuse me, a topic we can get through easily. Uh, day 15 is a song you like that's a cover by another artist. That's very complicated. What did you just say? A song you like that's a cover. So essentially your favorite cover songs. Gotcha. Um, Well, I'm a big fan of Pop Goes Punk. We're coming right out of here. (laughs) I was going to say you (laughs) want to save that, but you're like, nope, let's power through. I've got I've got answers for this one. Finally. So I have I have artists. I don't know how many actual song titles I have, but I have certain artists that like strictly do covers. I'm a big fan of the Pop Goes Punk albums. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've ever listened to those. A couple songs of off those albums. I don't remember a lot of the band names off the top of my head, but there's like specific covers that I like a lot. Um, the most recent Pop Goes Punk, I think it's the most recent, did a cover of, um, oh my God, what's it called? The all the only name I can think of is Shut Up and Dance, and that's not it. 
um, the Ed Sheeran song. Perfect. Oh, no. Shape of You? Yes, Shape okay. of You. The SH. That's what I was picturing. Um, but yes, there was a Shape of You cover on the most recent Pop Goes Punk. That's great. Hmm. Also, a lot of Taylor Swift covers. Um, Blank Space. Yeah. Great. Yes. And when you said that, there was a band that popped into my head. I think it's our last. It is our last night. I don't know if they're on Spotify, but they do a blank space oh, cover. I've That's to pretty them. good. Yeah. Yeah. Like a hard metal, hard rock. They have a few good covers. They're um. I think the song's called Habits. High all the time to keep you off my mind. I think I think I know that one. Yeah, they do a really good cover of that. Um, gotcha. <laughs> I I said I have all these good cover artists. I I can think of. <laughs> I can't think of a single one. Well, I already said Drake Bell does a really good cover of Crazy Little Thing Called Love. Mm-hmm. He covers another good song too. I can't remember what. I'm gonna check real quick because I am a big advocate for Drake Bell as an artist. You know, my favorite thing about Drake Bell is when he sings the Drake and Josh theme song. Is he will stop and correct everybody because there's a song that people always sing wrong, and he'll be like, "No, no, no." He's like, "That doesn't even make sense." <laughs> oh, he covers "It's Still Rock and Roll to Me" by Billy Joel. Does he really? Yeah, it's I great. Don't know what I'm doing when we end this recording. <laughs> I highly recommend listening to this album with those covers on it. It's called Ready, Steady, Go. It's like, it's a great album just as a whole. Will do. Oh, here's one song that's not on Spotify. It's, I guess it's technically a cover, but it's it's more of a demo. So I don't know if this counts, but it's hauntingly beautiful. So I'm going to throw it out there anyways. The guy's name is Jordan Smith. And let me Google that real quick just to make sure that I'm not speaking out of my ass. <laughs> Yes, Jordan Smith, who has a birthday coming up on November 4th, and he co-wrote Ashes, which is the Celine Dion song from Deadpool 2, and oh. he has a demo version of it that we all know Celine Dion is the queen. <laughs> Get out of here, Beyonce. We all know Celine Dion's the queen, but nothing against Beyonce. This cover or demo by Jordan Smith is hauntingly beautiful, like hmm. gives Celine Dion a run for her money. And in fact, is so good that in the Deadpool 2 extended version, when, spoilers, when Deadpool finally gets to heaven or Wade Wilson, mm-hmm. um, it's the original version is take on me, a slow acoustic version. In the extended version, they do the Ashes demo. And it completely changes the scene. And it's still amazing. So I'll throw that out there. Not quite a cover, but deserves some recognition. And I don't know if it will anywhere else on the playlist. And I'm also drawing (laughs) a blank. And we're also nearing the end of the show. And it's been such a clusterfuck anyways that, you know what? The rules don't matter anymore. I just (laughs) throw this box across the room because that's what's happening. Because in Hit and Run, it's where conversation collides. And that's... (laughs) Say it's Correct been me colliding if I'm wrong. Today. That is what has happened. I think it's yep. a good show. You know, that's uh, it happens. They can Nobody just wants to us slowly unraveling. Anybody can do a scripted podcast. It takes real <laughs> chutzpah <laughs> to just talk out of your ass. That is that is a statement. Yeah, but we love we love doing this. We will love all of you. <laughs> and uh, if you love us continue to uh, check us out on all our social media pages we are on facebook podbean spotify apple music and now correct me if i'm wrong natalie we are now on google play that is correct so you can find all the links in the descriptions share it with your friends your family anybody who you think will get a kick out of this this podcast 
and don't even make them listen to the whole thing because we'll do the hard work. Say, hey, listen to just one episode. Just listen to one episode. If you like it, keep going. If you don't, we'll never talk about it again. Um, spread the love because we we love all you guys and we want to keep this uh, keep this fun train going. So Natalie, before I ask this question, I would just like to reiterate that we got through six things today, which I called beginning of the show. I did not plan <laughs> it, but that's what happened. Um, I'll go through the, the topics real quick while I can let you think of answers. Uh, we did day number 10, a song that makes you sad. Day number 11, a song that you never get tired of. Day number 12 was a song from your preteen years. Day number 13, a song from the 70s. Day number 14, a song that you would love to have played at your wedding. And we finished with day number 15, kind of, uh, a song you like that's a cover by another artist. So Natalie, what did we learn today? We learned that I underestimated, no, overestimated how many songs we could get through in one episode. Even though we had twice the time, somehow we only got through one more song than the first time we did this. Um, We also learned that generally not good of thinking of songs for these, but at least we have a wedding playlist and I had a lot of stuff for that. We learned that uh, I won in the prediction of how many days we'd get through. Guilty. Um, We learned that... Natalie needs to listen to Numa Numa after this and watch the Numa Numa guy, as well as everybody else out there who's never heard this song. I believe it's in German, but we'll leave it there. And we learned that old people, despite their appearance, can also be horny. This has been the Hit and Run Podcast, and we'll catch you next time.